0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, July 9th. I cannot believe it. Oh. Okay, so I'm excited because my carpet is going in today. So I have painted, I have uh, rid my house of all the junk that was in it. I'm kind of excited and I intend fully on... Uh, relaxing at the end of this week. Today is Mailbox Monday. You guys know this is one of my favorite days of the podcast. I'm going to be addressing a question from Dana today about video games and having a screen-free summer. So if you're wondering how to get your kids outside and away from the television, uh, well, you can send them over here because I got lots of work to do. (laughs) But in lieu of that, I got some ideas for you. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So this was Dana's email. She said, Heidi, I have a question about video games. My son is 11 years old. He is kind and caring and fun. We pulled him and his younger siblings out of the public school system two years ago to homeschool. He has done fairly well with the transition, but he doesn't like to be out of the loop of what everyone else is doing. Okay, I'm going to stop right there for a second. Dana, if you have a homeschool co-op in your area, I don't know where you live. Uh, but it's so important for you to get hooked up with a community of homeschoolers. A homeschool co-op is a great way to do it, even just a mom's group. Um, If you live anywhere in my neck of the woods, we have opened a 17,000 square foot building that is dedicated to homeschooling families five days a week. It is called the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center. And you could even start one of those. Uh, You sound pretty busy. But anyway, if you wanna do that, you could do that. All right, I'm gonna keep going. I am not a fan of trends. I see one video game in particular the one my son so desperately wants to play, as a trend. He only plays on Saturdays right now as we limit the screen time in our home and it's baseball season, so there's no time for anything else. Hooray! Everyone on his team and other friends, save for a few, play the game Fortnite. I've heard zero good things about this game and so my husband and I are firm on not allowing it to enter our home. I've heard it's like a gateway game to other games and the kids get hooked on it pretty hard. He really dislikes being the odd one out as it is and he's the youngest on his team and I understand he just wants to fit in. All the reasons I give him for not wanting it seem to fall on deaf ears, and we continue to discuss and argue about Fortnite. Do you have any insight into this game? Um, first of all, Dana, thanks for being a member over at Mom Strong International. I am so glad you're listening to the podcast, and I'm glad it's encouraging you. And I hope that this uh, my advice to you encourages you a little bit today. First of all, I just want to encourage you. You are doing an awesome job. Uh, with your kids by A, limiting his time. You know, I love that you're saying he only plays video games on Saturdays right now. I love that. Uh, limit, limit, limit their screen time. Love that you've put him in baseball to give him something else to do. Um, And I love that you're uh, listening to the Holy Spirit, which is, you know, you know, you've heard zero good things about the game and so it's not for your kids. So stick to your guns. A couple of things um, that I notice in your email that kind of pop out to me that I think might encourage other listeners as well is that you are continuing, according to your email, to discuss and argue about Fortnite with your son. And I just want to encourage you not to do that. Uh, You've made a, a decision. You and your husband have made a wise decision. You've made a prayerful, it sounds like a prayerful decision. You've actually made a parenting decision. And like I'm always telling people on the podcast, we are parenting our kids now so that we can be friends with them later. And I guarantee you, when we don't parent and shepherd our children, uh, our relationships with them suffer when they become adults. And that's not what we want, right? We want to raise kids who are, Uh, wise and who are uh, discerning, and they see that first from us. We are modeling what that looks like for our kids, and so it's so important for you to do that. I want to give you guys about four different things that you can do to kind of help um, facilitate a screen-free summer. Uh, Well, one of the things you can do is just decide to rip up all the flooring in your house. That'll pretty much take care of it. Uh, but the first thing is to be purposeful. And I know that when my kids are spending time watching television, um, we are not actually doing Netflix, right? I have so, my word, you guys, I have so many issues with with, uh, Netflix right now. It's not even funny. Um, Oh, that's a whole other thing. But um, when my kids are, you know, either watching movies, you know, actually we resorted to a VHS player. I went back down to like the Salvation Army and I searched until I found a VHS player, and then I bought a whole bunch of VHS tapes because there's just so much junk. On Netflix and so much junk on the internet, we decided to do that. But I'll tell you what: when I give my kids 16 videos and I say, "Hey, I'll see you at seven o'clock tonight," it's typically because I'm tired, all right. And and maybe I, you know, I've got a writing deadline or I'm tired or whatever. Uh, but we want to be, and so that's okay. Like every once in a while, it's okay just to go, you know what, Uncle, and 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 take a day. We want to be sure that doesn't turn into laziness. Parenting is hard work. And it's hard work because you got to stay in there with your kids, you got to answer the same questions over and over again, but I want to encourage you not to allow your son to continue to argue with you. If he brings it up again, uh, if if this was my child and I've got a 21-year-old son and a 17-year-old son and video games were an issue in our house for a long time, and what we ended up doing was, uh, when they argued with us, if it became a problem, they lost their uh, ability to play the games at all. We got rid of the screen, we got rid of the games. We put all of their games in a box and put the box up in the attic, and they didn't see it for about nine months. And I'll tell you what, it changed the way we interacted with our boys. So it's kind of like me telling you guys, I took Facebook off my phone. I did that because I realized I had a problem, and I can't have, I can't give my kids what I don't have, and so. It starts with us. We want to be sure we're being purposeful in our parenting and not lazy. And Dana, it doesn't sound like that's uh, what your issue is, but I know there's you know forty thousand people listening to this, so we want to be very, very purposeful. The next thing is, I want to encourage you: be the parent. So once you decide to be purposeful, be the parent when you make a decision. Uh, stand by your decision. If you realize that you've made a wrong decision, go back to your child and apologize and make it right. Parenting is uh, not for the faint of heart. I love uh, Dr. Dobson's book, Love Must Be Tough. Actually, most everything that Dr. Dobson has ever written on parenting, uh, just classic parenting uh Parenting books. And he, one of his, one of my favorites uh, that he wrote a long time ago is called Parenting Isn't for Cowards. <laughs> so it's totally true. He says, uh, Parenting Isn't for Cowards, the you can do it guide for hassled parents. There's not a parent alive right now who's not being hassled by their kids on some level. But at, uh, but at some point, we need to uh, take the reins of our parenting because uh, God has asked us to. Right. And our fears about parenting don't have to become reality. So we want to be, uh, be, be the parent. Okay. Take the, take the authority that God has given you and shepherd your children and then say, I'm sorry, this is the end of it. We're not going to talk about it anymore. And if we're going to continue talking about it, you're going to lose this privilege or that privilege or whatever. Find out what currency your children deal in and then uh, learn to use that currency. So like for some of our kids, uh, a spanking was the currency, right? My youngest daughter, if I even look at her sideways, she starts crying. <laughs> I think I've maybe spanked that child three times in her entire life because she just she's not a child that spanking would work for. I had another child who um, a spanking was the motivator. She did not want three swats on her bottom. She wanted to obey right and then another kid who like she, you know spanking didn't work for her at all she'd be like is that all you got <laughs> so all of our kids are different you need to find out what the currency is that your children uh that that means something to your children and then learn to deal in that particular currency the third one is to ask the lord for wisdom the bible says in james that we can ask god for wisdom and he will give it to us generously and without reproach all right so ask the lord uh for wisdom god said in his In his love and mercy for you, he will give you the wisdom that you need. And finally, I want to encourage you uh, to offer other alternatives to your children. What I love to do is surround my children with books. Uh, If you're going to take them to the library, unfortunately, you can't really trust the library anymore. You can't send your kids in there like you used to. Uh, but gra- grab um, books for your children. Start building your own library. If you've never read the Saturdays, oh my goodness, the fantastic. Um, I should just you know do a whole podcast on great books to read uh, with your kids. I surround my kids uh, with pencil and paper and uh, art supplies and uh, you know, anything that we can do to get them to not be on their screens and not be on the television. The other thing we asked our kids to do recently, uh, which really prompted me to take Facebook off my phone, was uh, we saw the kids were on social media too much. And so we went through their phones and we took it all off. And I'll tell you what, uh, it helps. It really helps. And so for those of you who are listening to that, if you're like, oh man, I'm addicted to my phone too, take it, take, take Facebook at least, uh, social media, take it off your phone. You can leave it on your laptop, but I'm telling you what, I do think that having access to it all the time on our phones is making us worse as parents and not better. All right. So that a couple of things for you just to be thinking about and hopefully implementing the idea behind this remember is not to be uh is not to be discouraging you. It's really to empower you to say, "Hey, you can do this. The Lord of Heaven's armies is at your side. He gave you these kids uh with a purpose on purpose. You are the right parent." For your children and I think parents need to uh, know that that authority has been given to them certainly the culture wants to strip it from you uh, but that authority has actually been given to you and so walk in it walk in that authority um, ask the Lord to give you help and to speak to your heart uh, so that you can uh, so that you can be the parent that your kids need you to be um one more thing before I go uh, today, um, Netflix has a new animated series out that is absolutely horrifying. I'm hearing from people who are saying that they are creating this for uh, adults, but I promise you kids are going to watch it. And so it doesn't make any difference to me uh, whether or not they've created this for adults, but they've just announced a new series called super drags. Um, and I looked at the trailer. Uh, and it looks a lot, actually a lot like the Incredibles. The coloring is a lot like the Incredibles. The music is a lot like the Incredibles. I promise you, uh, uh, It's clearly being geared toward young, vulnerable children. And so the cartoon series features superheroes that dress up like the opposite gender. And uh, Citizen Go says this, The series is driven by a politically correct transvestite agenda. It is chock full of sexual innuendo that are completely inappropriate for young audiences. Um, This must not be allowed to happen. Please sign this petition and uh, send a letter directly to the CEO of Netflix. Uh, this is how Netflix describes the show. During the day, they work in a department store and deal with their uptight, I can't even say the word, boss. By night, they tighten up their corsets and transform into the baddest super drags in town, ready to combat shade and rescue the world's glitter from the evil villains. Get ready because super drags are going deeper than you think listen you guys our children need a voice and i'm asking you to join the christian uh, film and television commission by signing this petition and basically letting netflix know that they've crossed a line by putting this out there for children even the teaser i don't think is appropriate for young audiences uh but i'm i you know this is so tough i'm i'm starting to be i told my husband the other day i'm like maybe we just, i just have to get rid of netflix i don't know what, what netflix is thinking um, certainly, we're watching them do some things uh, politically that are so demeaning toward the president and so demeaning toward anyone that disagrees with them on any level. Uh, this is frustrating for me. And I know that a lot of you don't believe in petitions, but I'm telling you what, uh, ask Target. Uh, when you put your money where your mouth is, it actually has uh, an an impact. And we need to protect our children. What I've heard from many of you is that you don't believe that super drags is meant for, uh, meant for children. But guess what? RuPaul is doing one for children that is following along these lines, and that is coming out this fall. And this agenda to sexualize our children, to teach them that they can uh, change their gender, to teach them that homosexuality is good, to embolden them with gay pride. Uh, is a tragedy. It is a sin against God, and I would I just want to encourage you to stand in the gap for your children, particularly to pray for them. Pray for your kids. Uh, they need our prayers and encouragement, and more and more now than ever. Uh, that's the reason I wrote "Becoming Mom Strong." If you haven't read "Becoming Mom Strong" yet, I know it will encourage you. You can get it from Tyndale, from Barnes and Noble. You can get it at Amazon. I just want to encourage you. Uh, to stand in the gap for your children. I will link back to the petition today. Several of you criticized me because you said, hey, this is geared towards adult, not for kids. I actually, I don't even know what Netflix is thinking, but whether it's geared for adults or geared for kids, kids will definitely watch it because it's a cartoon and Hollywood knows that kids like cartoons. And so I wanna encourage you uh, to stand in the gap for your children. Uh, One more thing before I go today, I'm getting ready to release prayers for the battlefield. If you have not Uh, pre-ordered that, you can do that from me at HeidiStJohn.com or over at Tyndale, Um, wherever you purchase it. I think it's available for pre-order almost everywhere now, wherever you purchase it. If you're interested in being on the launch team with me, purchasing the book is part of what you'll need to do. Uh, And then we will be opening up applications for the launch team here probably within the next week and a half. And we're gonna do some really fun things and uh, doing some fun giveaways. We're super excited just to see what God will do with Prayers for the Battlefield. The way that I see Prayers for the Battlefield is like a handbook for war. Um, I spent a lot of time uh, writing this book uh, thinking about the difficulties that I have gone through as a mother over these last 27 years and what's facing you as you're raising your children right now. It's good for brand new moms. It's good for grandmothers. There's an index in the back of the book. So you can look up whatever it is that you're struggling with, whether it's depression or a prodigal child or a loss, or an unanswered prayer, and you can use the index to look that particular subject up. There will be a, a devotion and then scripture to sort of back that up and to encourage you in your walk with God. So I am really, really excited about the release of Prayers for the Battlefield. So uh, I hope that you guys will pre-order that. It comes out on September 17th and it will be in your mailbox uh, if you order it early. Also, want to encourage you, if you love this podcast, if it's blessing you, two things would really help us. Join uh, the Bible Study Subscription Program over at Mom Strong International. It's about $8 a month and your $8 goes a whole long way uh, toward helping us get this podcast on the air. It takes about five people uh, to produce it, do the images for it, uh, get it out on social media, and uh, your subscription to the MomStrong International Bible Study will not only be an encouragement to you but it will help me keep doing what I'm doing. Also, you can donate to Firmly Planted Family, which is a 501c3. Please send a donation to us at 11100, Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Uh, Your support and your prayers mean a great deal to us. My husband and I appreciate you listening, and we love hearing from you. If you have a question or a comment, uh, please feel free to email us directly at podcast at thebusymom.com. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you back here next week. I'm going to be interviewing my friend Jennifer Dukes Lee about her brand new book coming up. That'll be on Friday, the 13th. Woohoo! That's going to be fun. And in the meantime, I will see you guys back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.